Good evening, everybody. Good evening, everybody. One of y'all must have prayed to have a second show this week. Well, I'm here for another girl chat weekly. Good evening. Grab your girlfriends. Grab everybody. It's not just for girls tonight. I have an amazing sister of mine. Lady Salah Smith is in the studio. She is ready. I am excited. Girl Chat Weekly Women in Business series is doing amazing. Women are doing some amazing things, and we're here to showcase that. So here we are. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. What is a critical conversation? A critical conversation is a conversation that, that reveals important context, not only about ourselves, but about other people. Critical conversations edify, heal, and provide substance. Join Latanya Harris Gooden as she introduces us to Critical Conversations right here on Trailblazers Radio. Hello, everybody. This is LHG. I am just coming to let you know that I am an independent paparazzi jewelry consultant. You didn't know that, did you? Well, now you know. So I would love to be your personal jewelry lady. Paparazzi is an amazing company. We sell nickel and lead free jewelry. We are known for our $5 bling, but you just need to know there is an exclusive Z collection that's $25. It's the bling of all bling. When you're really going out from the town and you want to show up absolutely fabulous. So, we have items for women, for men, and for young fashionistas out there. We don't discriminate. If you need it, I'm sure we got it. You have the opportunity to follow my page on Facebook called Polished on Purpose, a VIP group. Follow my personal page, Latanya Harris Gooden. And I have my own website that is at your disposal 24-7. So many ways to shop. So let me be the one that makes sure you are accessorized the way you should be. Because I want you to be published on purpose. My mentor always tells me, when you show up, people are checking you out. They're watching you. So why not be polished, be poised, be purposeful? Glam it up with pop, honey. I got what you need. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. I need you all to get in the room. I need you to like. I need you to share because tonight is going to be nothing short of amazing. Let me just tell you, if you've been watching my show um, at all, you know that all of my shows geared towards one of the seven dimensions of wellness. I want us to be whole and healed in every area of our lives. So when I come on tonight, when I come on any night, I am thinking of us as a whole woman in totality, mind, body, spirit, money, relationships, everything in alignment with God's plan and will for our lives. Because sometimes you get into that rut where one thing is looking good and then two more fires come out over here and that can be very stressful. Are you ready to be free? I know I am. And tonight's show, we are going to feature an amazing young lady who was doing some great things, not only in ministry, because she is a ministry leader, but she has a business. She is a wife. She has so many different talents. I have been watching her and her husband and, and just really seeing how God is using them 
over the last decade. I'm excited to bring her on. Before I do, I want to pray, but I need you to like, I need you to share, tag everybody you know. This is Detroit's own. 313 needs to rise up. I need y'all to flood these comments tonight. Even if you catch it on the replay, that's fine too. But we love comments. We love to engage. So I'm going to pray and then we're going to go into our topic for tonight, Women in Business with Lady Salah Smith. So Father, in the name of Jesus, every time I open up my mouth and I call your name, I feel stronger because there is so much strength in who you are. You're Jehovah Jireh. You're everything I could possibly need. You're my provider. You're my healer. You are everything. I really would not exist without you. None of us would. You are our creator. You are our sustainer. You are the giver of life. You're the keeper of life. You you keep our secrets, things that we wouldn't tell us. So you keep those and you, you forgive our sins. You give us a clean slate when other people want to keep reminding us of our past transgressions. You are really, really good God. And you demonstrate the attributes of an amazing father. You are our divine protector. You love us. You gave your son for us. So God, tonight, I pray for my sisters. I pray for us because many of us are dealing with a lot, Lord, a lot. I pray for our minds to be strong. I pray for our bodies to be healed. I pray for our finances to be right and for us to be a good steward over the few so you can make us a, even a ruler over the much. So God, help us to handle the little and teach us how to do right by that so we can have the increase because that's what you give. So God, even with our relationships, Lord God, help us to make sure that we are only connecting to those who were sent to us by you. Don't let our loneliness and desperation cause us to settle for anything less than your best, Lord God. Tonight, I pray for my sister, Salah Smith, as she has sacrificed her time to spend time with me and our audience, God bless her 100-fold, bless her in her home, bless her in her business, bless her in her body. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Woo! Y'all ready? So, y'all know, I like comments. Let me know y'all in here. I'm going to bring my sister up, and we're going to have an amazing time. Be sure to tag. Be sure to share. Let's bring up Lady Salai Smith. Hi, sister. Hey, hey. Hi, sister. <laughs> Hello. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being someone that has integrity. Thank you for being someone, you and your husband, for being a couple that people can look at and say, you know what? They really love God and they have an authentic worship an authentic way of expressing um, God's word through song, through their ministry. I'm telling you, I just appreciate good, solid friends, mentors like you. We got somebody in here, Nicori Joyce. Hey, sister, good evening. They're coming in, they're coming in. So I have to say that good people are not easy to find. I have to be honest. I know they're out there, but when you have people who have no hidden agendas, they don't want anything from you. They simply want to spread the love of God like you and your husband. It just, it's a bright light that you shine. Mm -hmm. 
And I just love y'all so much. <laughs> we love you too. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, I feel so honored and overwhelmed at the same time, you know, just listening to those words. Um, because it's 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 God for sure. You know, it's it's God, it's it's the God that's in us that helps us to love people, that yes. helps us to, you know, just just walk honorably, you know. Yes. You know God can you know, help us to do that. But when, I mean, I'm, I'm just, my heart is overjoyed, but when I'm listening to the words that you're saying, you know, about us, but that's exactly how we feel about you. Oh. you know, you're full of integrity. You Thank know, you, you love God's people yes. and oh my goodness, you have supported us, been supporting for a very long time. Mm -hmm. um, and there's no hidden agendas or motives. It's pure. You know, yes, yes. and those people are hard to come by. So we're just yes, glad amen. that, you know, that you are our sister in Christ. And amen. So Thank you. Thank you. When I began this series uh, called Women in Business, it started from uh, my own transition from corporate America into the wonderful world of being an entrepreneur. Um, mm -hmm. As some know, and many should know, uh, I am a paparazzi consultant. That's one thing that I do. Uh, but when I began my podcast in October, that was literally a dream come true for me. But it's not always easy when you're accustomed to a corporate job. You're accustomed to getting a check every two weeks, no matter what. Uh, you're accustomed to a structure given to you by someone else. Uh, you, you're given your mission and you go do it. And entrepreneurism is not that. It's on you. You have to get into the, the place of what am I going to do this week? How am I going to balance my time? And it is really, it's not easy. And I look at people, women in particular, that have spouses. They may have kids or spiritual children or ministry. And you just make balancing look so effortless because you have your hands in some really good stuff. And we're going to learn about that tonight. What I want to do is go over your bio. It's full of wonderful nuggets. And then I got some questions for you because you've been doing some things that I feel people need to know about. I always want to showcase people who are doing things that help others. And that's always been, as long as I've known you and Pastor Jay, that's always been important to you, helping other people, yeah. loving on the people. And that's just been an overall just a, a, the, in your DNA, that's what you do. And it just oozes out of you. But I want to tell everybody that Lady Salah Smith is a native of Detroit. This is Detroit's own, y'all. Come on. She is married to her wonderful husband, Pastor Jason Smith, for 28 years. Let's stop right there. 28 years. I'm going to tell you, you make it look easy. Because the love that you two have for one another, and I'm not just talking about a Facebook post. I mean, if you were to meet them in person and be around them, you can tell they love each other for real. And that's what every woman just wants to be loved. Every man probably just wants to be loved, but love for real. And I am so happy that I met you all when I was single. Because I really wanted a couple that I can look at and like, you know what, Lord, I think I want to be married and I want to have a relationship similar to that. 
You know, I want to have real love. If it's yeah. ministry, we're going to do together. We can do ministry together. So I'm going to start with a question. Okay. What is it like to do ministry with your husband? It is, I enjoy doing ministry with my husband. Uh, when we first met from the very beginning, there was just a bond that we had. And I, and I knew, I knew that God, you know, put us together because I was praying. I wasn't, I wasn't <laughs> just like, you know, about to just marry just, you know, some in, anybody. No, I was praying and I said, God, I want the man you have for me. Yes. And so um, upon me praying concerning marriage, I was at the time, I probably was like around 20. I was, mm -hmm. I was young, but I was ready. I felt mm -hmm. that I was ready to be in a serious relationship because I had dated, you know, a few guys and they just wasn't it, you know, mm -hmm. just, it wasn't happening. And so I, I prayed and I said, Lord, I want the man you have for me. So as the Lord began to deal with me in my prayer time and began to, um, tell me about the man that he was going to place in my life. Mm -hmm. The Lord told me that he was going to be a man after his own heart because right. he will know how to handle your heart. Ooh. These are the things that the Lord spoke to me in prayer. Um, and he even spoke to me. He said, yeah, submission. Just like submission is the key to my heart. Mm. It's going to be the key to your husband's heart. Wow. You know, and, and, and Ooh, sometimes you don't really understand mm -hmm. the, the value in submission. When it comes to our relationship with God, the Lord, he wants us to submit to him. He yes. wants us to give our hearts, just surrender it all to him. And that moves the heart of God when we're Ooh. walking obedience, you know, to God. So just like in the marriage, you know, so being able to totally surrender our hearts and totally, you know, just you know, submit to our companions. We submit to one another. You yes. know, we love on each other. We learn, we know how to treat each other, protect each other's heart and all of those things. It's a beautiful thing to know and learn what submission really is. Because, yes. you know, women, you know, have, some women have been mistreated. Yes. Word of submission, you know, you supposed to, you, you know, and it's been mishandled. But if it's mm -hmm. the right way, there's a beauty that comes out of it. Oh, glory to God. Yeah. That is beautiful. And we've got a comment coming in from Laura Calhoun says, such a wonderful couple. Thank you, Miss Laura, for coming in. And I would agree, a wonderful couple. <laughs> and that's so powerful, sis, because I don't know if we really realize as a woman, when you grow up and you, you're you have kind of a fantasy view of, you know, your knight in shining armor, you know, sweeping you off your feet and this, you got this long white dress on and, you know, your hair is down the street and it's flowing and the man just come swoop you up and put you on a horse. I mean, we just had these, these visions, these fairy tale visions and not that marriage isn't beautiful, but it's work. And the submission part has always been kind of tricky for some women because, like you said, many of us have been hurt. Yes. But you compared it to making sure you are submitted to God. 
I think that's the step that we oftentimes overlook. We get so fixated on the man Mm -hmm. and the marriage and the fantasy that we miss the big picture. This is a God thing. It's a God thing. So we got to go back to the basics and and really make sure our God connection is what it should be. Exactly. Without that, without that, it it probably won't work. It will not work. Because I came from a single parenting home, so my mom was single. Okay. And so you know, I I was raised very independent. My mom was, you know, the one that was running and ruling the house. Yes. So, me too. <laughs> so, um, so when it came to my whole makeup, my whole makeup was, you know, I need you, but I don't need you. Mm, and so I too. had to, that part of me, God had to work on me. God had to work on me. And that prayer time, you know, the Lord drawing me to prayer, drawing me to my knees, allowed me to hear his heart. Jesus. To hear his heart and allow him to to work on me and to prepare me for the man that he he was sending me. Because if if, if I remained the way that I was, Mm -hmm. it wouldn't have worked. I would have, it wouldn't have worked. So God had to to get a hold of my heart and my mind and just teach me how to be a wife. The Lord had to do that because, like I said, my mom was a single mom and my mother was awesome. Mighty woman Mm -hmm. of God. She loved God. And she was a perfect example before me, you know, but that part, she couldn't teach me how to be that wife. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, she was a single, single mother. Wow. But God stepped in and became a teacher, Jesus. you know, and that father. And as I submitted my heart to God, the Lord taught me so much. Glory to God. And how That's to be in that life. Yeah. That is so powerful. <laughs> Kenyatta, my cousin is in the house. Hello, cousin. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you so much. So I have... I tell my sisters, I'm going to keep telling my single sisters, and I'm going to tell the brothers too, let the Lord work on you. Yeah. Many times we come to these relationships with so much that we haven't dealt with. We've had trauma. We've had heartache. We've had pain. We've had rejection. We've had depression. We've had so many different things that we come with, and we think that it's enough that we love each other that's a beautiful thing but you really gotta have your your mindset on healing even as you approach this relationship yes nicori we we gotta we gotta focus on our healing and we gotta first of all acknowledge that there is something that needs to be healed if you don't think you need any healing and you're not going to be open to God working with you on, on how you think and how you treat people. Hello, Diana Womack. That's one of my mentors, too. She says, amen, amen. Yes, the Calhoun, she teaching already, isn't she? That's why I love her. That's why I love her. So 28 years of marriage. In 2022, you pursued a new career path as a certified 
postpartum and infant care doula. Let's put a bookmark right there. Because <laughs> I'm going to be totally transparent. Yes. And we got, Nakori says, you cannot fix what you can't acknowledge. If you don't acknowledge it, you can't fix it. Cannot. That is so true. In every program, whether it's 12 steps, 10 steps, two steps, the first step is always acknowledge that you need some fixing. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, that's so good. So yes. I don't even know where to start with. I didn't know what a postpartum infant care doula was. So let's break that down, Lady, Lady Salah. First yes. of all, what is postpartum? What does that mean? Postpartum is after the, the mother gives birth. She goes into her healing, you know, her her postpartum, her healing, um, 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 healing of her body, okay. even her emotions, mm. um, all of that. That's after birth, after birth care. Okay, postpartum part of it. Okay, um, and and that's that's where she begins her, you know, the healing part of it. Wow, thank you for explaining that. We got another comment. Sister Veronica Woolrich said, blessing, you got that before you got married, that message, because she's had to learn through trial and error. Let me tell you, Sister Veronica, me too. Me too. If you don't know, or if you haven't really had people that took you under their wing and broke everything down, you might not. You might have a good solid idea, but some things you probably will learn by trial and error. Just yeah. to be honest, but I, I feel that I do. Nikori says, and you aren't weak because you acknowledge you need fixing. Preach no. in these comments. <laughs> Preach no. in the comments. You're not weak at all. Actually, when you can recognize and realize God without your help, I'm nothing. Ooh. Without your help, I cannot function. You know, you are my everything. Everything I need is in you. Um, and I can honestly say that if I hadn't at the very beginning, before I even met my husband, if I hadn't developed that time and relationship with God and getting to know who I was, Ooh, that's getting good. to me, God was pouring into me so I can be prepared to be that ministry partner that he would need. The Lord just showed me and shared with me so much concerning my husband so much but the lord had to get me to love god more Ooh. than the man he was going to send to me and so once god sent him you know i it, it would be funny but i would tell him all the time i'd be like bae i love you but you know i love god more listen <laughs> you know i say but you know i love god and i want him to love god more because him loving god more means that he's gonna know how to love me right oh that's so good that's so good we have another comment. Nakori says she suffered from postpartum depression with both of her children. And she says you have to enter in a relationship hole. See, here's what happens. Mm -hmm. If you are fragmented and you don't see yourself as whole in your singleness, you're going to put a very unrealistic demand on another human being. Another human being cannot make you whole. They can give you an increase. They can enhance you. They can upgrade you some. But in terms of your wholeness, in my opinion, that's you and God. That's you and God. I agree. Once you try to put that on another person, hear me, y'all, because this, this, is, this is helping somebody. 
if you feel that marrying someone or being in a relationship with someone makes you a whole solid person and you can't have that by yourself, that's a dangerous ground to me. You got to love you in your singleness right where you are. Find beauty and peace and joy right where you are because you want him to find you with joy. I don't want them to be that damsel in distress. Send the bus stop waiting on the man. Is that him? Is that him? Are you him? Are you him? Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be that. I wanted to, I wanted to be found doing something, living my life. So when he found me, okay, I see what you got going on, girl. You doing a thing, okay? Because when you are so broken, you're in desperation. Yeah, I just in desperation to me knows all the senses now you're out here raw and you may take any and everything because you're in that desperate zone yes you want to be married but when you be don't be desperate for anybody but god desperation you want more of god when you're in that for another person i think you're entering into a dangerous zone we got a comment there is beauty in learning who you are Ladies, gentlemen, cats and dogs, whoever is watching tonight, there is beauty in who you are right now. Yes. Can I say that part? Yep. I know you're going through some things. Yep. I know you don't feel beautiful, but there is beauty in who you are today. What time is it? Mm-hmm. At 826 <laughs> on your PM dial on Eastern Standard Time. There is beauty in who you are right now, be it single, be it married, being complicated as y'all put it on Facebook, status is complicated, (laughs) even in your complications, there's beauty in who you are right now. So we got postpartum defined. Now tell me what an infant care doula is and does, Lady Smith. Okay, so infant care doula, what we do is um, if we are contracted out for family to okay. care for a family, okay. um, for me, because I am a postpartum doula, mm-hmm. I come in the home after the moms give birth. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I come in the homes and whatever need far as the baby is concerned, depending on the mom, if she's had a C-section mm. um, or if she's you know, depending on her, her strength, because she's still recovering. Yes. So she might not be able to lift that baby. Yes. She might be tired. Um, whatever her situation is. So that's where I step in and I care for that baby. You know, I do the things that she would want me to do for that baby. You know, so she can rest um, and so her body can, can recover. So I care mm-hmm. for the baby. Um, while she is recovering, whatever needs that she mm-hmm. needs for me to do. Wow. And let me comment on that because Nicori Joyce says she had postpartum depression um, with her children. Let me, I didn't even know what I was dealing with. When I had my daughter, I had some complications. I did have to have a C-section, emergency C-section. Wow. And um, then there were um, some clotting, some clots left. So when I left home with her i had to go right back that same day 
uh, because the clots were there. Thank the Lord they didn't take me out. Thank you, Jesus, because yeah. blood clots can send you to Jesus' porch prematurely. And I wasn't wasn't time for me to be on his porch yet. I'm still here. So let's let's talk about that. When you are experiencing these feelings, sisters, these emotions, the whole pregnancies could be emotional every month, every trimester. But there's something even after you have the baby, it's a beautiful. Oh, thank you, Lord, for my beautiful, healthy child. When I got home, Lady Smith, mm-hmm. because I still had so much pain, mm-hmm. I was I was told not to lift her. So now here comes the enemy. See, she ain't even going to know you. Everybody else taking care of her but you. She ain't going to know you, you her mama. Not even a good mama. She only been here two weeks. See, how it's, it's these, these voices. Mm-hmm. Like you can't yeah. even, she's crying. You can't even go get her. So I went through what I, I do believe was depression. I felt like a failure. We got a comment here. This reminds me of the show I did on PPD. Yep, postpartum depression. Yes, sir. That's my CEO in the comments. And then when I finally got a chance to be able to care for her, then I, I felt like, okay, baby, why are you crying? You fed, you, you, you dry. Mommy's right here. It became too much for me. Yeah, yeah. So I had to go with my mom for a spell because it just, I was a new mother. Even though I, as a kid, I always was taking care of somebody's kids. This one was mine. Yeah. So I wanted everything to be perfect. She can't cry. I'm going to handle everything. I'm going to be the perfect mom. This baby going to be the best baby ever. But there was a moment, I believe, of postpartum depression. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it was. Um, One thing that I've learned and becoming a doula is that one thing that we don't do is take the responsibility away from the mom. Wow. It's like we're more of that support system. Mm-hmm. We're that support. When I come into um, a client's home, I'm the, I'm the type of person where, of course, you know, I try to be sensitive to what's happening. You know, with the mom, with the baby, if they're yes. if, if if the if they're um a, a dad in the home and stuff like that. So I watch and see how everything operates, okay. how it functions. And so my role, I try to make it seamless. Mm. It's it's more so like I'm there, but I am only there for that support. Okay. Um, and I am there to serve where I need it. Mm. I'm not one of those doulas, you know, where um, where I have to be the knowledge of all things. No. Wow. No, not the knowledge of all things or trying to tell the mom this and any other. No, that's not how I flow and that's not how I operate. And actually, no, none, none of the doulas should do that, but everybody is different. Right. You know, so, you know, I come in, I have a listening ear. Mm-hmm. I find out what it is that their needs are and I slip right in there. Wow. And I feel those needs and wow. I'm I'm supportive and I listen. There have been moms where um they just needed you to listen to them. They needed to <sighs> you know, they needed to talk and I've been there to listen. You know, and it's just to have to have that type of um support when you're a new mom. 
Mm -hmm. um, or if you're a mom, second, third, fourth mom, it doesn't mm -hmm. matter. Just to have mm -hmm. that support system, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. That's amazing. You've got a question in the comments, Lady Smith. What are some signs we should watch for with new mothers to recognize postpartum depression? Some of the signs that we definitely should look for is if they are distant from their their babies. Okay. Um, if they really don't want, if there is no connection there. Mm. That is one of the signs. Um, if they are kind of like irritant. Okay. Like if they're kind of like on this irritant. Mm -hmm. um path like they just can't seem to get their thoughts together and wow. they they feel like they need some space mm -hmm. um those are some signs to really to really follow or if they're just very quiet okay okay if they're not talking mm. because if you're not talking you're listening to what's what's going on in your head yes. So that's a good point. Yes. You know, and so um, we try to, if there's a mom that seemed to be very quiet, mm -hmm. and she's just kind of existing and just kind of moving about, mm -hmm. try to get her to talk. Okay. Try to get to see, you know, ask some questions. Yes. That's going to jar or trigger like that's what's going point. on in your, in your thinking. What's, what's going on? Um, because people really some i mean it's some people don't realize that postpartum depression is truly a real thing it's a real there thing then um situations where women have killed their children jesus you know because they're listening to the voices they're listening and you know, as we know as you know as believers there is a demonic the demonic spirits and stuff that talks to your mind and if you don't know how to combat that you don't know what's going on with you um you can you can definitely fall right into the trap of something like that um but the but the devil is a liar the devil is a liar and then some of the women because of their hormones it's mm. like our hormones is all out of whack Mm -hmm. You know, you just, you know, you've just had the baby. And so it's like everything all at once is trying to come back together. So there's an unbalancing, you know, there, there's a lot that's going on and women, they, they need help in this area. Wow. Some people push it under the rug, like, oh, it's nothing wrong with you. Oh, you, you'll be okay. It's just that, but no, it's really, it's you, we really need to dig into it more than we do and we need to find out okay are you really okay let's talk about it what's going on you know i'm glad you said that to those people who always have the same response when it comes to illnesses you'll be okay get over it you're part of the problem and i mean i mean that wholeheartedly if you are not trying to help that person and get them the help that they need yeah. And you try to sweep what they're dealing with under the rug. Shame on you. I'm going to call you a gargamel. You got a gargamel spirit. And I don't like you. We got we to gotta stop doing that. There's a stigma on all kinds of depression and all kinds of mental illnesses. I'm tired of it. Y'all religious fanatics that want to make people feel like they're less saved 
because they are dealing with real human issues. Real human issues. I'm calling you out tonight and I'm not afraid to do it. And I don't take it back. That's why I have my sister here because this is a real thing. I know my CEO has a better word for him. But we go, we're not going to give you my CEO's word. He can get a little color. <laughs> I'm just going to call you Gargamel because you got a, you got a spirit on you that won't let these people acknowledge what's happening to them. And one of the reasons why they don't, they don't get the help sometimes, they are afraid of what these church folks would say to them. Yeah. Stop it. This is a real thing. It's a real illness. Yeah, and it real. could be something. We got it. We got an amen from Sister Veronica Woolrich. Thank you, sister. You it could be it could be hereditary. What if her mother had postpartum and her mother's mother had postpartum? And now here we are looking at it in the face. There is help. Sisters, do y'all hear me? Yes. There is help. Now, back in the day, in my in my time, I didn't hear the word doula or midwife. I didn't hear. I knew they existed, but in my in the seventies, eighties, nineties, you won't. You go to that hospital, you pop that baby out, you go home, and it is what it is. Yeah. So now you've got someone that can become a part of your village, because yes. some of us don't even have family like that here. Yes. So this 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 doula, this person could be that safety net where if you need a break, you're missing sleep because sometimes you just sleep deprived. Yeah, and that's the good. That that's the other thing um, is that for post postpartum doulas, we also do like overnight care too. Wow. Uh, you know, if that is what the the clients need, we do overnight care. While the, the parents sleep, we come in 10 o'clock, you know, uh, get the baby sleep fed, you know, and we there to do whatever we need to do during the night while the baby is, you know, sleeping. So, yes, we do that. It's 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 almost like um, we're their hands, you know, Ooh, wow. we're, we're their hands. Um, I, I absolutely love what God has called me to do yes. and to become as a doula because I know that this is a call for me. Yes. I wasn't expecting it, wasn't mm -hmm. looking for it. It found me. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad it did. And um it has just the families that I've that I've had have just wow. They have just been a blessing to my life. Wow. You know, they have appreciated what mm -hmm. I brought to them and the help that I brought to them. And it just, when I tell you, it just does something to your heart to know mm -hmm. that you were able to assist and help in yes. a way that they needed it. it. It's just a blessing. We've got a comment coming in. The Corey says, that's a blessing because usually the nighttime is harder. Yes. When that baby is not. It's, it's just the baby just got here. There's no real sleep schedule. So, you know, the baby is trying to get to know mama, mama trying to get to know the baby. <laughs> yeah. And it, it sometimes it may not be as, as easy having someone there to just help regulate, you know, how we're going to do this because parents need rest as well. We got yeah. another comment coming in here. It says, when religious folks purposefully ignore your human issues experiences, that is a sure sign to 
respectfully put distance. You should never have to beg religious folks for support or any people. You shouldn't have to beg anybody for support. You can take religion can be put on the side. You shouldn't have to beg anybody for anything. But I do agree that the church, unfortunately, over the years, I believe we're getting a little bit better, but you wouldn't hear. Don't you call that depression? Don't you claim that? Don't you claim that? Don't say it. Don't say it. Okay, but it is a thing. It's, it's a, a real disease. Yes, it is. So you can say what it is. It doesn't mean that that's my life forever. But I'm still, we're, we're not at the gate yet, people. We have not arrived to the pearly gate yet. That's right. So until we get there, while we're on this side of the gate, we have to realize this: these things are real. As you mentioned, the demonic still exists. Sometimes those voices can slip in when you are in isolation mm -hmm. and your emotions are already going. The enemy slides in there. And if you are not careful and you're not talking and you're not saying help, that voice overcrowds the voice of God. And now we got a whole problem. Sister oh. Lord, you hear what I'm saying? She said, say a word. But I'm telling you, tonight's episode is for somebody. Yes. Someone needed to know, Nicole, you should never have to beg ever for support. Never. 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 You should not have to do that. Yes, ma'am. Because if you're dealing with depression, whether it's postpartum or um, you've lost a loved one and you're grieving and depression has set in, that's, that's a cry for help. Yes. And there are people out here that are trained, you know, that can help you maneuver through grief. Yes. You know, um, grief is a real thing. Ooh. Um, yes. And there are some people, everybody handle grief differently. Everybody don't handle grief the same way. Sometimes it takes some longer to recover and to be able to maneuver through life without their loved ones and then some you know hey they they heal quicker you know but to have somebody there and say hey we're gonna walk together come on here no i'm not gonna Ooh. look and say hey you know what's wrong with you you know you 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 need to be better than this you you know i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna understand and i'm gonna pray yes and we're gonna walk together towards your healing if we had more people to be more sensitive and compassionate for one another, yes. you know, we'll have more people moving towards healing versus yes. getting stuck where they are because they I don't see. have anybody there to help them pull, you know, to help pull them through or to walk with them. That's so good. Nikori says you have to call a thing a thing. God created these amazing people on this side of heaven to help us through depression and anxiety. And yes. us calling it what it is does not mean I'm pitching my tent in that thing forever. It just means I landed there. I've landed here. I'm not staying, but I have to tell you where I'm at right now for you to find me. Okay, mm -hmm. if I don't tell you where I'm at, I'm lost and you can't get to me. So, yep, I, I have postpartum. Here I am. Hands up. Surrender, Lord. Send help. Now let's get up out of here. We have another comment. It says we should always offer, want to offer, give support. We are all human and we all live in the human experience. Yes, yeah. we do. Yes, mm -hmm. we do. And 
We got an amen from TNT Homes. Thank you for joining us tonight. Now, I want to ask you, because this being a doula sounds like a specialized service. Is this something that people have to only pay for out of pocket or are insurances covering this? Tell me how that works, Lady Smith. So as of when I first started, um, I had clients that paid out of pocket because the insurance companies weren't um, providing that care or covering it at the time. So they did have to pay out of pocket. But shortly after, you know, I started, you know, working it more, shortly after it opened up to be covered by Medicaid. And yes, ma'am, I was so when when I heard that this is how it happened. So one of my friends, she has her own agency. It's called Purpose for Life. Mm-hmm. And um, she sent me an email because I was mm-hmm. telling her, hey, you know, I just got certified as a doula and I was all excited and everything. And so she sent me this email probably about a couple of weeks later. And in the email, it was an email, a proposal that had passed mm. for doulas to get paid to care for um, clients that had Medicaid. Praise God. And I was like, okay, Lord, so you just set me up, basically. <laughs> I said, yeah. well, you just set me up. You you put me there. You, you Okay, I got my certification and did all of these things, but there were things in my heart. I was like, Lord, I want to be able to help those women that can't pay out of pocket. Yes. But they, but they need this help and they need the support. So two years, so two weeks later, I got this email and I go directly into it, try getting my, getting all of the stuff I need mm-hmm. so I can be a, a Medicaid provider. So now oh, I'm a Medicaid provider. I am going through my uh, credentialings now where I, I, I'm being credentialed with the insurance companies. I have to be yes. in their network. Yes. To service the Medicaid clients. So that's where I'm at now. And that can be like a long process. Mm-hmm. But even in that, the Lord has connected me with people that thank are helping God. me maneuver through this yes. process. Glory to and God. I, God, I said thank you because you were so with me. Um yes. and so yeah. So if if you know someone or yourself um that need doula care or need um birth a birthing doula mm-hmm. it's covered through medicaid now wow. that is wonderful we got a question from our sister veronica she says says how long do you provide the service for the family okay so anywhere from up to six weeks wow up to six weeks that is so, awesome Yes, ma'am. Up to six weeks. Now, Medicaid have Mm -hmm. their own set of rules. Mm -hmm. Okay. So for their set of rules, it's basically um, six visits for each postpartum. Okay. Um, Client is six visits, but I am the one that schedule and, you know, put my hours in place and I talk to I would talk to my clients and see what their needs are. And then I could determine how I want to do the schedule that works for them. Okay. 
Awesome. And it sounds like just from how you've described the process so far, Lady Smith, it's a tailored experience. You're going yes. in to see exactly what this family needs. The next family may need a little more, next one a little less, but you're there to have your eyes open and your ears open to see where am I? You see a need, you feel the need, and you figure out what this family needs of you for that particular child. Does that sound right? Did I synopsis that right? <laughs> yes. So, yes, ma'am. You hit it on the nose. So basically, we do an interview. Um, I'm interviewed by those that seek out doulas. So okay. we schedule an interview. I'm able to speak with them. So we can get a feel of each other. I might not be the doula, you know, that fit their family, you know. Okay. So we 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 talk, you know, then I can see and write down, you know, and ask questions right. like, oh, well, what are your needs? What is it that you need? And you know, and so then they'll let me know, like, okay, yes, we would love for you to, you okay. know, be our postpartum doula and everything. So I love the fact that there is an interview. Yes. Because that allows me to get to see where they are and, and that allows them to get to know me, you know. Um, mm -hmm. it was so interesting. One of my <laughs> one of my clients, I um interviewed with them. It was it was the the mother and the husband, it was a couple. And so, um, and the husband was just right out like, you know, we're looking for a doula, you know, someone that can give me that grandmother feel. Yeah. Like, because I want, he's like, you know, and I love my wife, you know, this is a Christian, you know, couple too, you know, but he's like, I, and I love my wife. He said, but I don't want no problems. <laughs> you know, I don't want no, no, you know, no woman coming up in here, you know, and I, I mm -hmm. appreciate his honesty. Me too. I, I would appreciate that too. Yes, you know, and so it was it was it was wonderful. So they ended up hiring me and it was the it was the best. It was I love it. We've know. got another comment coming in from our CEO. One of the things that I had always been curious about was the availability to be able to serve the Medicaid community. Do you feel that the Medicaid community is underserved? I definitely do. A great question. It's a very great question. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like at times that they don't get the quality mm. that they need. Yes. Um, and so that's why I am so particular and I put my all into all of my clients. It doesn't matter their status, where they live how much money they make and all of this, that is none void to me. I go in full hearted looking to meet the need of that family. So yeah. yes, I definitely believe that. And it's, it's unfortunate. It is, especially when I, first of all, let me just say that people don't always understand uh the necessity of Medicaid or how people even end up with it. They have their own judgments and prejudgments about it, yes. but there's a litany of ways that you can end up needing it. It's yes. something that the government provides and it, it's, it shouldn't be treated as though, oh, you're nothing because you have Medicaid. Stop doing that to people. Whether you're Medicaid, low income, disabled, stop doing that. Stop it. We call them out all these bad spirits tonight. Y'all going to get right in the name of Jesus tonight on this here show. 
we're going to stop doing that because that's, that is an underserved community that deserves quality care, just like an executive on the third floor of a big building right. with a big swivel chair and a mahogany desk. Everybody deserves quality care. Quality care. Absolutely. Now, I have a question from Cousin Kenyatta says, how would someone become a doula? Good question. That's a very good question. Um, so I was approached, like I said, I don't know if I shared this. No, I didn't share this part. I was approached by a very, very dear sister of mine. Mm -hmm. Um, and she had been a doula for a couple of years and, um, she basically, you know, said that, you know, so I think that you would be a, a good doula. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, I, I pushed it off for a year or so. Cause I didn't really understand what it was and I didn't know if it was for me. But God began to say, hey, take a look, take a look. Don't ignore this. Right. So I did. I started to take, you know, take the time to learn what a doula was, to investigate it more. Um, so basically, my tra training is through um, Pro Doula. And they do have a website that you can go to. Um, I believe it's ProDoula.com. And but they have other sites that you can go to, Dana, um, other sites that you can go to to get information about becoming a doula. I mean, this thing have op bust open so widely now. I'm, I'm just amazed. Um, so it's not a hard process to become a doula. So if you want to be when I first started, I wasn't a Medicaid. Um, I, I didn't have my um medicaid certification or anything like that i just started out as a doula as my business the name of my business is that's my doula so i, I started out um as an individual um entrepreneur and you know got my email out there my facebook business page and people found me that way um, but to become a doula is not a hard thing whatsoever. And they even have grants and stuff now. They have they have so many opportunities and, yes. and I'm amazed. I'm absolute I'm I'm amazed at how things just kind of bust open and opportunities yes. presented itself once I actually got certified. It's amazing. So um, but yeah, I'm certified through Pro Doula. And you can go to their website and they'll give, if there's more information, um, they'll walk you through the process of it all. But just like I said, there are other organizations that you can definitely go through. I am also connected with, recently just got connected with um, an organization called Meet May. Oh, okay. Yes, Meet May. And this is an organization that's, that, that specializes in um, catering to our black women, the um, black women that need um, care, birthing, oh, labor, postpartum. Um, so I'm connected with that community and they will send clients my way. And it is through Medicaid as well. Um, they will also help you through the different processes that you need for as champs and mm -hmm. um, getting set up with all of that. They are really a great help. That so is I definitely say get in touch with them, meet Nay. 
That is awesome. And it's it's ironic that we're having this discussion. I recently met a sister, uh, Dr. Dana McKellar and Taka, and uh, we do some collaborating together. And she's the founder of the Campus of Care Global Healthcare Corporation. Mm-hmm. And they're out of... Um, Texas, and then they have a Philly office. And that entire organization is geared towards researching when it comes to different types of diseases for women uh, or marginalized people and maternal fetal care. So it was so timely that when I saw that on your bio, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to be able to talk about that even more. It's yeah. still kind of new to me. But now that I'm working with Dr. Dana, I'll be learning in even more about Good. that. I'm going to connect you to because she wants to have um, campuses uh, throughout the country. So wow. I'm definitely going to be connecting you. We got a comment coming in from the CEO. The Medicaid Community Care Program credentialing process is quite exhaustive. What barriers have you encountered in that process, Lady Salam? Oh, my goodness. It is very exhausting. That process, um, if you're an amateur like myself, mm-hmm. you need some assistance. You need someone to help you mm-hmm. to navigate through that because it's so much red tape, you know, with it. Um, the time, the timelines, it's like mm-hmm. it takes up to almost six weeks to get or no, not six weeks. I'm sorry, six months Wow. Um, to get credentialed with the different um, insurances and stuff. So it's, it's exhausting, but I will say, and I'm grateful for the organization I just connected with mm-hmm. Meet May because they are actually going to help me get credentialed with um, a couple of the insurances like Aetna. Yes. Um, there's another one. Um, might be Metalot. Um, I forget the name of the other one, but they will help you. They'll do all the work for you. Mm-hmm. And so I'm grateful to that because it's, it can be very exhausting. Right. Um, but if you, if you love what you're doing, mm-hmm. you want to help, the, you know, help women and, and a lot, so they can be able to get the service that you, you know, that you offer, mm-hmm. hang in there. Yes. Yes. We're going to do one more doula question and I want to get through your bio. Have you seen any male doulas and could a man be a doula? Good question. Oh, I haven't seen any, any male doulas, mm-hmm. but why not? Right. Why not? I Very good what? question. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I haven't seen any. Okay. All no, right. I haven't. Well, I want to go on and talk before we end tonight you are a humble servant of the Lord's church under the Apostle Eric and First Lady Fonchella Howard, the founder and First Lady of Bethlehem Judah Church. Shout out to Bethlehem Judah. I love them. The city of provision and praise. All yes. right. I love that. And Lady Salah sings. Yes. She is a singer and she and her husband founded Jason Smith and Remnant. I posted some songs on my page today. Look them up. Jason, I think it's Jason C. Smith. Is that right? That's right. Jason C. Smith and Remnant. If you want to go into a whole different level (laughs) of worship, 
pure, authentic worship, you need to look them up and buy all their music, okay? <laughs> so she enjoys spending time with her family and friends. And most importantly, her heart is turned toward the things of God. She is also the founder of Intentionally Created Unique LLC, which is an organization that empowers women and young girls to fulfill their God-given purpose. And she established the My the I Matter Mentor Program for young women 12 to 18. That's that age range right there. Tell yeah. me about what you're doing with um intentionally unique, created unique. Oh my goodness. Um intentionally created unique is my baby. I um I actually started it back in I think it was like 2017. Um yes, Marlena and Edna. Yes. Thank, Thank you, you Pastor Jay. <laughs> <laughs> um and so that's my baby. I I absolutely love what I God has has assigned me to concerning intentionally created unique. Um, he he has allowed us to do many wonderful things in helping women to to see see who they are and to know that they're loved by God. Um, just within the within a year or so, we started the I Matter Mentor Program for yes. girls. 12 to 18 and it's been it's been wonderful i love to be able to just reach them right where they are they are at a very tender point in their life mm -hmm. that 12 that all that's tender it they, is they go through so much in their hormones and their yes. minds you know it's just so much going on and so i matter is a place of safety they can come. We have sessions, mentor sessions with them once a month on Saturdays. And then we have weekly Zoom sessions on Fridays. And we talk about different topics, you know, things that, you know, that are happening now, you know, stuff that's going on in the world now. You know, we discuss those things with them. We want them to be ready and prepared for life. You know, we want them to know Jesus. Yes. <laughs> have a prayer life. You know, we want them to just be all that God has called them to be. So we we pour into them. We pour into them. We're already, you know, fighting against the world system. Yes. You know, this YouTube and, you know, pouring into their hearts and their minds, you know, telling them that you got to look a certain way. If you don't have a certain amount Ooh. of money, status and all of this, you know, you ain't nothing. You know, beauty is everything and you know, and it's like we have to combat against those the, those things. Yes, you know, we do. that's feeding into their hearts. And so God has given us a great assignment. And I'm honored that God's chosen, you know, chosen me for it. Did I feel like I was qualified? Absolutely not. <laughs> I was like, God, I you didn't chose the wrong person for this. Because I don't think I can handle this age group right here. It's a lot going on right here. It because is. I remember when I was 12. I remember me when too. I was 13. I had a real smart mouth. Me could too. nobody tell me nothing. My mother was always on my head about something. You know, and I was like, ooh, Jesus. You know, and <laughs> they're me times 20, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, but God has definitely given me a grace. He's given me a patience. He's given me a love for these girls, you know, that I'm willing to go 
the whole yard. Everything yes. I'm willing to just sacrifice whatever is needed just to see them develop and be who God has called them to be. Absolutely. Kenyatta says they call her Mrs. Leppincott. Miss Leppincott. All right. <laughs> and we have another comment. Uh, this was to Pastor Jay. Molina and Etna have Medicaid plans. Yes. Each plan is different, but they are tethered to the state. They have plans in and they must follow. Yes, there are there are strict Medicaid guidelines. And Michigan is not exempt from that at all. Lady Slot, you you are. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this. What you're doing is resurrecting the village concept. Mm. I feel like when you, we used to have these rap sessions, we called them when we were kids in church. Okay. And because um, when you have children that are going through different stages and different things, peer pressure and 12 to 18 year olds have way more to contend with, I think, than when we were 12 to 18. I didn't have social media. We had a pager, but no phone to call. I mean, we didn't have all this different stuff. So I think you you are establishing a circle of trust for these young girls. Yes. Some young girls will not tell mama everything. No. Every mama and daughter doesn't have the open relationship where they can say, mama, this is what I'm feeling this is what I'm dealing with. Yes, it is a powerful ministry because that's a tender age. You're growing into yourself. Like, yeah. where do I fit? That's the where do I fit age. What's happening I to me? I like boys. Do they like me? You know, and you put a lot of stake on being liked or, or not liked. It's such a tender age. Uh, unfortunately, we've had a lot of suicides. Over yeah. the last years at that age because of cyberbullying and different things like that. So mm -hmm. for you to be able to have that circle of trust, it is a lot. That's got to be God because they're able to know I'm loved. Yes. I am unique and it's okay to be unique. It's okay. It's okay to be different. I don't have the same clothes as them or I don't look like them, but I'm still loved. I'm still accepted. So God bless your ministry because that is so, you're saving lives. Amen. When that you're able to give to people like that, come on, Sister Veronica, a safe place. A safe place. And that is what we always oh, tell. We say, this is a safe place. Yes. You know, this is a safe place. You know, you don't have to feel ashamed or judged or, you know, any of those things. Yes. We're love you we're gonna love you just right where you are right absolutely where you are. we love you yes kenyatta saving lives and we got another comment that says we need to reintroduce the village we should have never lost it a place where protection love trust understanding and acceptance ranks i agree ceo and i'll say this if you're able to get a 12 to 18 year old to trust you and to talk to you and to open up, they're going to be a more productive adult. Yes, definitely. I agree. 100%. If you can get them where hormones are shifting, self-esteem, eh, when you get them right in that tender spot, you're yes. they're still moldable and shapeable to where you can convince them 
You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes. Don't settle for any any buster coming up to you talking crazy. Let us help you. Then when they go back out into the world, sis, they're able to make more godly decisions. That's it. That's it. That's it. And I that was a step that I wish we had more of in the 80s, 90s. We got into some weird stuff. And many of us brought some of those issues into our adulthood. Yes. And now we're yes. looking for that village now. And it's still not too late for us. But if we can catch it early. Yes. If we can get them in and say, come on, sweetheart. You don't have to give your body to nobody. And right. what's appropriate, what's inappropriate. Guard mm -hmm. your heart and your body, baby girl. That's right. That is powerful, sis. I need to know how people can find you, your social media platforms, email. Give us all that good stuff, sis. <laughs> okay, so um, I'll start with Intentionally Creating Unique, which I have a Facebook page. Okay. Uh, um, it's Intentionally Creating Unique. And you can follow us, um, our upcoming events, um, all of our information, what we offer. Um, far as the organization, the I Matter Mentor Program, how your girls, if you have young girls that um, you would like to be a part of the program, all of that information is is on our Intentionally Created Unique Facebook page. Um, yes, far as that, you can reach reach us that way. I don't know if you wanted me to give a phone number or not but email is if you have one we'll take whatever you whatever you have to give us sis. oh okay so um you can reach me personally um my phone number is 313-974-0518 um yes you can reach me personally and i'm always available um yes um far as my doula um my doula business you can email me at that's my doula one at gmail.com. And I, I love that name. <laughs> thank you. Actually, my husband came up with that name. That's he my doula girl. Just come on here. That's my doula. Don't bother her. She's my doula. Don't play. Yeah, my husband came up. He said that has a good ring to it. You need to think it about does. that. I said, you know what? You're right. It does have a, a great little ring to it. I um, love it. But I do have a Facebook business page with that's okay. my doula. So you can follow me on that page as well. And I'm working on my website. So hopefully my website will be done um, shortly. But those are um, the information that you can, that those are the, the areas you can reach me. The awesome. information I just gave you. I, don't think I, I am proud of you. You're doing some big <gasps> things. Sister. Thank you. Thank you. It's it's all all I can say is it's God's grace. It's just God's grace. Because sometimes I when I look at myself, I never see myself accomplishing the things that He's He's allowing me to accomplish. Mm -hmm. I, I I'm just in awe. And I'm like, wow, God. I said, I, you know, I'm I'm grateful. I'm grateful. That's why it's important that you see yourself the way God sees you. Yes. Because when you see yourself the way God sees you, you will submit to whatever plan he has for your life. Ooh, powerful. Because he sees greatness in you. He, you know, your 
you're the head and you're you're not the tail you're above and you're not beneath you know he's all of these great things in our lives but we have to change our focus and you know making sure we got on the wrong the right glasses so we can see the things that we need to see about us and come into agreement and alignment with the word of god concerning us that's so powerful and your personality if it's befitting you have a very calming spirit very welcoming very don't nobody want no doula in there that's just a hellion no we want somebody sweet like my doula then gave me a headache no this is a sweet doula she is sweet okay she's a sweetheart i just want to thank you I want to give some announcements. Veronica says, enjoyed you, sis. Be encouraged. Oh. Greater is coming your way. Yes. Oh. I, I agree. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. I agree. Thank you for this. When I'm going to ask you and Pastor Jay to come back together. Because yes. I've always wanted to interview the two of you <laughs> um, about so many different things. Because you are a wealth of knowledge in so many different areas. And if they don't know Pastor Jay, he does like midnight worship, like like he would get on there and just play worship. When I tell you that has been amazing, because sometimes you just you're dealing with some stuff. Oh yes. And you just need to get in that place of worship where you can release it. And it would be right on time. I would be like, oh, Pastor Jay is on. Mm -hmm. Oh, praise the Lord. And you just this late. It may, it may let you drift on off to sleep. That's okay. Mm-hmm. But at least your, your mind, the last thing your mind heard was worship. Watch yeah. what you rest your mind on at night and what you start your mind on in the day. I'm telling you. Thank you, NJ. I'm glad you enjoyed this. I enjoyed my sister, too. And we got an announcement before we go. Calling all poets. The CEO of Trailblazers Radio is doing Verbal Soul Volume 2. All Poets on August the 18th. If you want to be involved in that, the email is on your screen. So we're calling all the poets all across the country. It's a virtual event. So wherever you are, it doesn't matter. Hit us up so we can get you into the Verbal Soul Volume 2. And I will be back. I'm probably going to do my show uh Friday and not Saturday, y'all. The Lord is is keeping LHG busy on Saturdays. So I will post my next show maybe Friday morning. Again, thank you, Lady Smith, for gracing us with your presence. And we will be praying for you to do nothing but great things in your business because you are you're you're made for this. This is so you. (laughs) (laughs) This is so you. Yes, Please, it is. I promise it's like yes. Lord. I said like, the Lord, I said, Lord, you, 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 yes, this is what you called me to. I was like, yes. you, every area of my life, I feel like God has designed and yes. orchestrated it so well, so well. And I am so grateful. I am. I'm so grateful. Me too. Me too. Veronica says, make sure I share when when I bring them back. Yes. So the Veronica. I need you to make sure you are following all of our pages, Trailblazers with the Z radio and then my critical conversations page. Follow us so that you will be in the know. Everybody, thank you all for being in the chat. This Friday, the CEO has a check-in. Don't miss these check-ins. 
these check-ins are serious. And he's talking about change and cost. Brothers, all my brothers in the comments, Man Cave Conversations is a Facebook group. The CEO is pulling all the brothers together. I need you all to go to that page and like it so that y'all can have that safe place because y'all need a safe place too, brothers. Y'all need that too. Thank you, TNT Homes. Very informative and you enjoyed it. I'm so glad. From Fitzgerald, Georgia. Thank you oh, for joining us tonight. Wow, awesome. I'm loving y'all. Y'all came through. Y'all came through. So I am going to ask my sister to pray us out. Uh, again, thank you for sharing from your heart. You have such an anointing on your life. And I, I feel that I've always felt that from you and Pastor Jay for being our mentor, somebody we can look up to, role models. We love you. So if you don't mind praying us out, that would be greatly appreciated, sis. Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes, ma'am. I can do that. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for meeting us on tonight. We thank you, Lord God, for your presence that we even feel now, Lord. And Father God, we pray, oh God, for everyone, every listener, everyone that listened, everyone that commented, God, asking a special prayer, asking a special prayer for them, Lord God, that you would touch them, Lord God, at the point of need, Lord. You see what their needs are, God, whenever their areas of struggle are. Father, you know, we're asking that you touch now, God, and that you heal, Lord God, that you provide that you increase lord bring increase to their lives father we just thanking you lord for all your many blessings lord god i pray for my sister lord god let's you lord god i pray god that you continue to increase her in every way in jesus name god for her sacrifices for her time put into what she's doing lord god i pray a blessing upon her god that the things that she lay her hands to do for you, God, that it prospers and that it change lives, God, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we just thank you for being a good father, for being perfect in all of your ways, God. We thank you and we honor you, oh God, and we give your name praise, glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, sister. Woo, I'm about to lose the eyelash on. Woo, sister. You just don't know. I love you. I want y'all to have a good night. And I'm getting ready to go live on, on Facebook to sell some jewelry. So y'all come on over to my page and buy this jewelry up. Good night, everybody. <laughs> love y'all. Love you all. <laughs>